a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Summer Olympic flame has officially been extinguished in Tokyo. The fortnight of the Olympic Games is over. But is it really over? I want to get past some of the headlines into some of the real stories that mattered most during the Tokyo Olympics and most importantly, what comes next. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. So, of course, the uh, Olympics were inspiring as always. Uh, you know that I am a an official Olympic junkie, uh, have been forever and ever And there are so many extraordinary stories that take place. There are a lot of distractions, too. And, of course, this year was uh, incredibly difficult as it related to the pandemic. Obviously, it got pushed back an entire year, uh, which created interesting dynamics for a number of athletes, some who stuck around and stayed longer, kept training for an additional year, some who sort of got pushed past their prime, and and then some younger folks who uh, matured an extra year and suddenly were not just competitive, uh, but were winning. And so there's so many complicated stories, but there's so many important life lessons, business lessons, government lessons, country lessons uh, for us to, to look at and reflect and remember. And to me, that's the important part of the Olympics uh, is uh, what what were those critical stories and uh, how do they play out? And what do we learn from them? What do we take from them? Uh, earlier today, uh, I was sitting in the chair uh, on behalf of uh, Dave and Janovic and had the chance to have Frazier Bullock, who uh, really is the Mr. Olympics uh, for Utah, COO of the Salt Lake Organizing Committee. And as we were talking through some of the uh, different things that took place during the Olympics, uh, Frazier Bullock reminded us where the focus needs to be if we really want the Olympic Games to continue for a generation to come. The athletes are the heart of the Games, and we saw some stories written that we never could have predicted. Mm. Our own Michaela Skinner, who would have thought that she's getting ready to leave Tokyo on a plane? And they said, not so fast. Come on back. And she wins a silver medal in the vault. Yeah. And you just think nobody could have forecast that. And so many other stories are like that. And they're inspiring to us. Never give up. And you can achieve much more than you ever think possible. The athletes inspire us to do better. Yeah. So that, for me, is always takeaway number one from any Olympics is the inspiring story of the athletes. 
uh, so important that we keep that focus on the athletes. And there were so many athletes that were great stories. Uh, of course, uh, Frazier mentioned uh, Michaela Skinner, uh, who I will always say will be the epitome of winning the weight. Uh, she waited extra year. She waited extra time. Uh, fortunately, she waited long enough to not get on a plane and as a result ended up with an Olympic silver medal, uh, which is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, I was interesting, uh, track star uh, Sydney McLaughlin broke the world record in her Olympic trials, and then she broke her own record uh, in the Olympic Games in really a race for the ages. And uh, she had an interesting take in terms of how she made it through uh, a really challenging process. All the glory to God. Honestly, this season, just working with my new coach and just my new support system is truly just faith and trusting the process. And I I couldn't ask for anything more. And truly, it is just all a gift from God. Uh, Tamara Mensah-Stock also uh, gave God great credit, along with her coach, and uh, some really challenging workouts, as she described them, uh, in her first gold for the U.S. uh, women in wrestling. Of course I surprised myself. It's by the grace of God I'm able to even move my feet. Like, I just leave it in his hands, and I pray that all the practice, that the hell that my freaking coaches put me through pays off. And every single time it does, and I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do, and I'm, I'm excited to see what, what I have next. She also went on to talk about uh, just what a privilege it was to be able to res- to represent the United States of America. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent USA. <laughs> oh, I could I could watch the replay of her win over and over and over again. A great story, great uh, perseverance and effort. Uh, also, it's interesting that many of the athletes pointed to their own heroes. That it wasn't just about them. Uh, gymnast Suni Lee uh, talked about her dad, uh, who was paralyzed in a fall three years ago and has really become her hero, even though she now has the gold medal. He's inspired me throughout everything. He is my biggest supporter, and I definitely would not be here without him. His whole injury and just the whole story just inspires me every single day to be better because he's going through something that's way worse than what I'm going through. And then finally, uh, of course, the athletes showed in so many different ways that while the Olympics are competitive, uh, they're also a uniting force. Uh, I think everyone remembers the uh, high jump competition and uh, the uh, high jumper from uh, Qatar and uh, the high jumper from Italy, uh, how they ended up sharing the gold medal, that they were uh, not so worried about being one over the other, one better than the other. But when they had both cleared the same mark uh, with the same number of misses, they were asked if they wanted to have a jump off uh, or if they just wanted to share the gold medal. And uh, they chose to share it and to do it together. Uh, And those kinds of stories, I think, are so important to us where they really transcend the sports component to it. Uh, We've talked about some of the politics of the Olympic Games, and there's always been politics in sport. I think there were some uh, definite distractions uh, during the course of the game. I think uh, many people really struggled uh, with the U.S. women's soccer team. Uh, incredibly gifted, very talented, clearly the most talented uh, team in the soccer tournament. Uh, but there was no chemistry there, and many questioned if it was because they were all distracted by so many other competing interests, uh, their own interests in many cases, or other causes that they were connected to that prevented them from focusing on the team and the three letters on their jersey, uh, USA. 
And so that was an interesting thing to to see some of those things become a little bit of a distraction. Uh, but again, there's always been politics in sport. Uh, we're going to talk more coming up with Frazier Bullock, my conversation with him from earlier in the day today, and talk about that focus on athletics instead of politics. We'll talk about uh, Utah and the Winter Games coming up, of course, the next coming up in China. Uh, we'll break all that down as well. And you want to stay with us. Uh, coming up in our last segment today, coming up at 2.50, we're going to talk about a very unique celebration uh, by the uh, Fijian uh, rugby team. Uh, that really caught uh, a nerve for many people and really kind of put the whole games, uh, this commitment to country, to faith, to each other, uh, really in a in a much better perspective. Uh, so the Olympic Games has many lessons for all of us. As I said, we're going to continue the conversation coming up, my conversation with Frazier Bullock and the future of the Olympic Games. How do we deal with games in Beijing, China coming up in the Winter Games coming up next? And uh, what that all means and what that means for Utah's Olympic future. Uh, stick around. Find out what's coming up next on Inside Sources. Beijing with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.